G'day, it's Sunday, I'm Scott Gibbons and this is On The Road. So if you're ready to be on the road, I'm ready to be on the road, let's get on the road together and we're going to learn all about caravans and motorhomes and maybe some camper trailers and tents and places to go and see. We're going to explore Australia together. This is going to be fun. If you're ready, fasten the seatbelt, we're On The Road. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons here and welcome. This is On The Road and you're on the road with me. We're on the road together and it's going to be a great show. Now, one of the things that you obviously like to do, I would suggest, is to go to the Caravanian Camping Lifestyle Expos. And there's a beauty coming on in Newcastle. So that's, uh, that's on February 7 to Sunday, the 9th of February. So it's on for three days. Starts at 9am, closes at 5 o'clock. Uh, on the Sunday, it closes at 4 o'clock. It's at the Newcastle Entertainment Centre and Showground. That's the Newcastle Entertainment Centre and Showground. There's free parking around the venue and surrounds adults. $15, that's if you're 17 years and over. Concessions for seniors and pensioners, $10. Children under 16 and under are free with any adult. So there's so much choice. You've got about 160 exhibitors there. It's going to be big. You've got free kids entertainment, there's free parking as I mentioned, it's a fun day out, there's holiday parks, there's destinations, so you'll be able to find out if you buy something, or even if you've got a vehicle already, like whether it be your, your camper trailer, or your tent, or your motorhome, or your caravan, you'll be able to find out some great destinations to go to, and it's even pooch friendly, so if you want to take your dog along, there's a little doggy heaven there as well, so that'll be fine. So it's the Caravan and Camping, and that will be at the Newcastle Entertainment Centre, and that's going to be on February, uh, sorry, Friday, February 7 to Sunday, February 9, 2020. So that's a beauty. Now, if you want to, there's another one coming on, which is at the Illawarra. And that's on the 14th to the 16th of February. And that's a, a brand new event. It's not to be missed, they reckon. Uh, it's the ultimate way to check out what caravan and camping is all about in one great location. So this one, you're going south. Again, Friday the 14th, Sunday the 16th of February. 9.30am to 5 o'clock, closes 4 o'clock on the Sunday. That's at the Kembla Grange Racecourse. I've been to this particular show in previous years and it's been fabulous. So it's a great venue. And again, free on-site parking, adults $15 if you're 17 years or older, concessions $10 for seniors and pension card holders, children 16 under are free when accompanied by an adult. Again, you've got over 100 exhibitors there, all in the one place. You've got holiday parks and destinations they'll tell you about. Again, free parking, kids entertainment. You've got a chance to win some fabulous prizes. And again, it's dog friendly. Now, the big one that's coming up is the 2020 New South Wales Caravan Show. Now, that's going to be huge. That's the super show. And that's going to be on at Rose Hill. Now, that's, it is enormous, this one. It is enormous. Sometimes it could take you more than a day to get around. So that's on the 28th of April to the 3rd of May 2020. It's at Rose Hill Racecourse. Uh, Rose Hill Gardens, they call it. It's immense. It is absolutely huge. You've got so much there to see. You've got so much to see. So you've got uh, everything. Whatever you could want, I would reckon everything is there. And then there's another one coming on in Canberra, and that's the 23rd to the 25th of October, again 2020. So it's 23rd, 25th October, it's at the Exhibition Park in Canberra. So as long as you've got your diary handy, you know which, which shows you're going to. That's a three-day show, that's going to be a beauty as well. So it sounds like 
you're going to be sorted. If you want to go to a show, then you're going to be sorted. They're the New South Wales ones. Of course, there's other ones on in other states as well. So if you want to go into an interstate, what a joy that would be. But if you're going camping, then you're going to make your bed. If you're going to make your bed, then you might as well listen to the Easy Beats, Make My Bed. You're going to lie in it. This is so good. This is the Easy Beats. You enjoy this and make sure you go to one of those shows because I think you're going to have a lot of fun there and you get to see all the latest models, the latest features, the latest things. Uh, and there's always a toy that you're going to buy. There's always a toy that you're going to buy, even if it's just uh, a day good dog. <laughs> Who cares as long as you get a good time out of it. Okay, here's the Easy Beats. Good on you. Be back with you in just a minute. Try so hard to be a man. Oh yeah, make my bed, you're going to lie in it. Hey, isn't that good? That's the easy beats. Now, you've got, to, you've got to remember that when you're touring now with all the fires that have been on, we've got to go with an empty esky. We've got to buy big in any town that we go to. So, you know, don't take your thermos with you. If you can buy a cup of coffee in the local town, do it. Fuel up in a local town, do that sort of thing. Stay, pay for your accommodation. We've just got to help these people out. We've got to do everything we possibly can. In fact, uh, in March, I'm booked in to go on the Variety four-wheel drive adventure. Note, it's called the Variety four-wheel drive adventure. And what that is, this will be our 10th year doing this. And, and what it is, it's everything off-road. And then you come into a town at night and you spend some money there. But, but, with all the fires that have been going on, we can't go where the route was planned to go. The national parks and whatnot have all been closed because with the fires, there's going to be a lot of trees that are maybe dangerous, that, that can fall at any moment. So they've cancelled the planned route and we're going to stay on the blacktop. So you don't have to have a four-wheel drive 
to do the four-wheel drive adventure this year for Variety. And they've only got four spots left. There's only four spots left. So importantly, if you want to go, time to do it. Time to book in. I'm going to try and get you the number. I think I've got it here. But anyway, it's Variety. You call Stuart Telfer. S-T-U-A-R-T. Stuart Telfer. T-E-L-F-E-R. You can email him at motoringevents at varietynsw.org.au or just give him a call on 02, it's a 02 number, 9819-1009. So if you've got a Hyundai, whatever you've got, you can take them along because it's going to be uh, not a four-wheel drive adventure anymore. But it starts in Forster. And then we're going to Old Bar and Port Macquarie and Kempsey and then Buckerheads up to Coffs Harbour. And it's it's just going to be fabulous. But what we're doing is we'll be buying our coffees in the town. Uh, normally the ladies take a cake and things with them so that we have morning tea on the road. But we'll be buying morning tea. Uh, we'll be buying coffees rather than using our thermoses. So even the variety team, which is a charity... It's a charity. They're going to be helping the local towns that we go to. So it's fabulous. And it also will be helping a couple of the special needs schools on the way through as well. So if you want to find out more, you just give Stuart Telfer a call, 98191009. That's that part. Now, the next part is, <clears throat> pardon me, you've got your summer holiday all planned. Maybe you're getting ready now for your next holiday because a lot of the summer's already gone and it's been destroyed with the fires. But however, you've got to be aware of how the condition is of your van. So let's say you've got a caravan. Now, the average age in Australia for a caravan is about 17 years, believe it or not. 17 years. In Tasmania, it's 20 years. So most caravan owners are aware that wheel bearings need regular replacing. That's true but your tow vehicle probably doesn't. The cause of older vans almost invariably is the undamped suspension. So when I was reading this in, in Go RV, it says what it does is it imposes a jackhammer-like force via the caravan's wheel studs and wheel bearings. So as the spring releases uh, the pent-up energy, it's caused by being compressed. When a wheel runs over a bump, it's just huge. It's just an immense. It's like a jackhammer on it. And it's just going and going and going and going. So you can have shock absorbers fitted. So that aside, they recommend five maintenance issues that are quite commonly overlooked. So as you head off on your holiday, it's worth paying attention to these. Now, number one, they say, is tyres. So now this is really interesting because if you look at your van's tyres, probably, probably your tyres are pretty good because a tyre's lifespan generally is when a tyre is worn out. But in an RV usage, it hardly gets that much real use but a tyre subject to further and rarely realised limitations on your pre-trip maintenance needs to take these into account and that is that strong sunlight particularly if it's reflected from sand damages the rubber's molecular structure causing it to become brittle so a further issue is oxidisation a process whereby the ozone age hardens the sidewalls of the tyres that have less than regular use so what it means is that if you just park your van all year and then you pull it out and take it for a run your tires look good but they may not be good so it hardly ever affects uh, cars because they're driving but when a tire fails it's usually just a sudden blowout so a barely worn but seven to ten year old tire is really if it's seven to ten years old even though it's hardly used, it's at the end of its useful life. So tyre makers add materials that slow the effect of the ozone, but they still place an upper time limit on the longevity of that tyre. So you never buy a tyre from anyone other than a tyre dealer 
that has a high turnover unless you check the age on the tyre. Now, there's all you've got to do is Google how to check the age of a tyre, and it's easy. I could tell you now, but it's complex, but it's easy. It's easy. Just Google it up, how to check the age of a tyre. So a further issue affecting tubed tyres is to avoid having an RV left for any time in water that reaches the tyre level. So if you leave your RV in water that reaches the tyre level, it's because the water actually penetrates penetrates the tyre casing and is trapped between the casing and the tube. And that can cause the tyre to subsequently rupture. So if any of that is encountered during your pre-trip maintenance, it would be prudent to make sure that you consider what could happen. Now number two from them is brakes. So your tow vehicle's brakes will usually be checked when the vehicle is serviced, but your caravan brakes, due to their mode of operation, are far more affected by even minor defects. Now most work by having a magnet pressed against the revolving backplate, which in turn forces the leading edge of each brake lining against the drum. Now, mechanically adept people can readily check the brake linings, but that magnet and backplate can wear badly and may need replacing. So if that's the case, take it to your, to your repair person and get them to check your brakes before you go on a trip. Now, number three is your shock absorbers on older vans. So shock absorbers on older vans and older vehicles. So most hydraulic shock absorbers are located by the rubber bushes and these are subject to ongoing compression and release and they tend to work harden. So they work and they harden. So depending upon usage, they tend to disintegrate often suddenly. So they can disintegrate and just a sudden disintegration after seven to 10 years. Replacing them is a, is a task you can do yourself, but you just take it to the dealer, take it to your mechanic and get it done. Because replacement bushes, they don't cost a lot of money. Number four is your batteries. So your starter batteries today are extremely reliable and long lasting, but if you're venturing anywhere that's remote, it can pay you to replace it. If your battery's six or seven years old, it's worthwhile replacing it. Just worthwhile replacing it. Just, so if not, and you buy one of the small lithium battery jump starters. Now they're good. Get a lithium battery jump starter. They're good. Make sure, make sure that the one you buy is suitable for the size of your vehicle engine. So there's a lot of them that you can buy, but they won't start, say, a V8 Land Cruiser diesel. Now there are others that will, and some will even go bigger than that. But you've got to make sure that the one you buy because uh, the one that I have is for a V8 Land Cruiser diesel, but there are others, and I had to wait for that one to come out because the ones that were available at the time were for smaller engines. So if you've got a smaller engine, you're fine, but just make sure it will start yours because uh, they, they really do. They work well. They work well, and they're excellent. I've even helped police get started with them, so really good. So typically, uh, you've got a 12 to 8 an hour amp hour. It's still ample, but less numerically impressive. So make sure that you get one that does suit your vehicle. So the RV's auxiliary batteries may well need replacing, but the only effective way to tell a lead acid or an AGM's health is to have it fully charged and then measure the voltage against it after it's rested totally offload after at least two days. So if it's then about 12.6, or if it's less, less than 12.6, then it's time to replace it. Now the in industry determinant of lifespan is when its storage capacity is 80% of what it was when new. So if your battery's only holding 80% of what it was when new, time to replace it. So just consider that, consider that. And number five, and this is five on their list, is interconnecting plugs and sockets. So this affects your camper trailers and your caravans. It can be a particular issue if poor quality plugs. Now, this is really important. A lot of people are just so price conscious that they'll buy something that looks the same, 
but it's not the same. It looks the same, but it's not the same. It's just a cheap, maybe a Chinese copy, maybe a Chinese copy. So if it's poor quality, plugs and sockets are being used, for example, uh, with the now many fake Anderson units, which at first glance, they're hard to pick from the more costly ones, but just buy a genuine Anderson. So the non-genuine ones have their vital electricity or electrically conducted components made from a cheap metal that looks just fine when it's new, but then progressively corrodes. Now, the resultant voltage drop causes many owners to wrongly assume the battery is faulty, and thus they replace the battery prematurely. So you're spending hundreds of dollars on a new battery because you saved a couple or five or ten dollars on your Anderson plug. So just buy genuine Anderson. So there's little you can do to, to remedy that. So make sure just buy the genuine Anderson and that's worthwhile doing. So getting back to it, if you want to go to the Variety four-wheel drive adventure this year, which as I say is not a four-wheel drive adventure, uh, it's just going to be a blacktop. So if you want to do that, it'll cost you about... Um, in round figures, about $6,500, 3000 of that is tax deductible because that's treated as a donation to Variety, the children's charity. And then the rest covers your accommodation and your meals and your entertainment and things like that. So it's really so much of a turnkey operation, but a brilliant, brilliant group. And the people that go are fabulous. So make sure you go along to that. And, and while you're doing that, make sure if you're looking at, at anything that you want to do, then you, you get, if you want a, a new caravan, if you want your caravan serviced and you're, you're local in New South Wales, then you just go along to Paravans. If you're local, you know, around the Windsor region, Parramatta region, whatever, when you go to Paravans. Paravans are in Wyndham Street in Windsor. They are beaut, beaut, beaut people. So let's, uh, why don't we have a little bit of music now? I reckon we should. What do you reckon? We liked the Easy Beats last time, didn't we? So if you like the Easy Beats, I reckon we'll go Pretty Girl. Pretty Girl from the Easy Beats. I, I, it's a bit of an Easy Beat day, I reckon, today. It's an Easy Beat day. So Pretty Girl by the Easy Beats. You enjoyed that. We'll be back with you in just a little while. Hey, this is Scott Gibbons. You're on the road. Having a great time with you already. Pretty Girl Walks up and down the street Pretty Girl Kind of girl I like to me She don't even know my name Shame but I wouldn't be right just to walk up to her And I wouldn't feel right just to stand back while a pretty girl Walks up and down the street, pretty girl Kind of girl I like to me She don't even know my name Shame She's got big blue eyes and long red hair
Oh, yeah, the Easy Beats. Got to go for the Easy Beats. They are so good. Stevie Wright, just fabulous. Now, we were talking about the top five things from, as far as accessories go, from ARB on their suggestion list, and they said that the bull bar is number one. And I mentioned to you about bull bars having steel bull bars or alloy bull bars or even polyethylene bull bars. So what's the difference? Well, put simply, the steel bull bar offers maximum vehicle protection, obviously, due to the strength of the material from which they're made. So the greatest benefit of a steel bull bar is its actual strength. Now, in terms of being a platform for fitting other accessories, you can have a steel bar which then it has the cradle, the winch cradle, is built into the bar. So rather than having a separate winch cradle, you can also fit side rails and steps straight onto the bull bar. So other advantages still include the potential for colour coding so that the bar offers an integrated appearance, so that's nice. And there's a a wide range of steel bull bar styles that, that will suit both new and used four-wheel drive. So ARB have been making bull bars for over 40 years. So they've got a super range. So why would anyone choose a material other than steel? Well, the only real downside of steel is its weight. So weight, because steel is a heavier material than both alloy, which is the aluminium one, alloy, or polyethylene. Now, ARB obviously sells steel bars, and that's what they're known for, but they also have polyethylene bars, which are made by SmartBar. Now, SmartBar is part of ARB. So they also manufacture a range of alloy bars for most of the current model and popular vehicles on the market. So the alloy ones, the main advantage of an alloy bar over a steel bar, of course, is weight saving. And some people also like that highly polished finish, yeah, that shiny silver finish that you get with an alloy bar. So it looks really good. And up until recently, alloy bull bars haven't offered the same protection as steel bull bars. But ARB has invested a lot, heavily, you might say, in the development of its alloy bull bar range to ensure maximum strength has been achieved. So nowadays, they design the alloy bars so that they offer the same sort of strength that you'd expect out of a steel bar. And that's what ARB are telling us. So it's it's achieved through the design of the bar and also the types of materials that they use, depending upon whether it's part of the bar's wing, the pan, or other components. So the wings on the ARB alloy bull bar have extra bracing, resulting in comparable strength to a steel wing. Now, it's so important. ARB is such a beaut company, and they, <clears throat> pardon me, they really do invest in making sure their products are good. So the ARB bull bars are compatible with a range of winches, but a separate winch cradle needs to be fitted. So they offer the winch cradle as a separate item because one of the main advantages of the alloy bar is the weight saving. So for those who don't need a winch, then you're not having to carry around the extra bit of weight for the cradle. But if you're going to put a winch on there, then they've got a separate winch cradle. So the winch cradle's traditionally around about 10 to 15 kilograms, and then you add around about another 35 to 40 kilograms if you fit a winch as well. Now, alloy bars are ideally suited to four-wheel drivers who live or drive near the coast because the highly polished alloy finish won't be affected by salt spray. That's a nice thing to know. But the main downside of an alloy bar compared to a steel bar is the initial purchase price. So simply, a sheet of alloy costs more than a sheet of steel. So there's higher production costs which result in a higher retail price. So if you want to keep your alloy bar looking nice and shiny, then you have to look after it. So in terms of maintenance, you need to polish an alloy bar 
on a more regular basis than you would a steel bar. But ARB manufactures alloy bars to suit a wide range of your current model vehicles, so if you want a bar, then talk to ARB. But they also have polyethylene. So Smart Bar is a wholly owned subsidiary of ARB, and they manufacture bull bars made from roto-moulded, low-density polyethylene that are lightweight, durable, and cost-effective. So the material used in the construction of smart bars is UV-stable and resistant to chemicals. So in many cases, when a smart bar is subjected to a minor impact, it'll just return to its original shape. That's nice. So you can have a little nudge and maybe it just bounces back into shape. So like bull bars manufactured from other materials, many smart bars, uh, they can be used as platforms for fitting other accessories, such as your winch or your driving lines. And in cases of winches, a winch cradle, again, needs to be fitted. Now, the smart bar has been tested to ensure it doesn't interfere with the correct deployment of the vehicle's airbags. And like other ball bars in the ARB range, vehicles fitted with a smart bar retain their cap rating. How good is that? So you can fit the bull bar from ARB, whether it be a steel, an alloy, or a, or a polyethylene, and your cap rating stays, the, that is so good. So one particular smart bar model, the Stealth Bar, is the only bull bar that meets the European standards for pedestrian safety. So it's ideally suited to vehicles used in urban environments. So if you're not going bush-bush, but you really want to have a bar just in case you do, there's the Stealth Bar to have. So another advantage of a smart bar is that it's made from polyethylene, so there's no risk of corrosion. So what are the downsides there? Well, polyethylene bars, they don't offer the same strength of steel or alloy bars. There's a limited colour choice. You can have black or white and maybe some high-vis options. Uh, and they're not compatible with side rails and steps. So there you go. But, <clears throat> pardon me, so you can look after your bull bar. So a bull bar, when you've got a steel bull bar, it doesn't have any moving parts. But like other components on your vehicle, you do need to maintain it. So you've got to do a pre-trip and a post-trip check, which is just a good habit to get into. So similar to other accessories on your vehicle, you have to make sure the bull bar is secured tightly and ensuring it's not too tight. Uh, all the fitting instructions for ARB bull bars have the torque settings for each of the bolts, which should be followed, but you can get it fitted by ARB, of course. If you do hit anything with the bar, make sure the force hasn't impacted on any gap conditions in between the bar and the vehicles itself because those gaps are there to account for body movement in relation to chassis movement and can be affected by strike. So there you go. I, I think that's something terrific. So ARB and they're Aussie. They're Aussie and if you go to the US, you go overseas, you'll find ARB and, and their other products like Old Man EMU Suspension and whatnot, they are there. They, they are overseas but they're an Aussie, Aussie company and they produce here which is just fabulous so there you go i think that's a beauty now if you're going to go on a trip then we're going to say bye bye to you but we're not going to say bye bye just yet but we might get cole joy to sing us a song what about a little bit of bye bye baby from cole joy i think you'll enjoy this you probably haven't heard it in a long time i know i haven't heard it in a long time but cole joy oh he's an icon icon used to be on a bandstand oh something like a million and a half years ago so cole joy if you haven't heard this one you'll enjoy it i'm sure if you haven't heard it in a long time it's just, by, it's just the cutest song, and he is so good at playing any song with the ukulele. So he's just one of those people who is a real entertainer, and he still gets out and does some entertaining. And you'll often find him just walking around with his ukulele, and there he is. So this is Cole Joy, Bye Bye Baby, and that was some of the top five 
from ARB. So that's good. Hey, we're having a good time with you. This is Sunday. We're on the road. I'm Scott Gibbons, and I'm I'm just having a great day with you already. I just I am really having a great day with you already. We've got so many things coming up. I'm going to tell you about some of our sponsors very, very shortly. So you stick around. We'll be right back. Here's a little bit of cold joy for you. Bye, 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 my baby, goodbye. I gotta get a gone, bye, 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 baby, goodbye. See you in the morning and a break of day. Just a little kiss and I'll be on my way. Bye, 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 baby, I get so lonely when we're apart I love you only, don't you break my heart Bye, 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 my baby, goodbye I gotta get a cone, bye, 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 baby, goodbye See in the morning and a break of day Just a little kiss and I'll be on my way Bye, 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 baby, goodbye I get so lonely when we're apart I love you only Don't you break my heart Bye, 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 baby, goodbye I gotta get a going, bye, 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 baby, goodbye I'll see you in the morning at the break of day Just a little kiss and I'll be on my way Bye, 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 baby, goodbye Oh yeah, cold joy, bye-bye baby, always good, always good. Now, Annex Solutions. Now, maybe, maybe you need a new Annex. Maybe it got damaged in the fires, maybe you got some, some ember holes, maybe, I don't know. But if you need an upgrade on your Annex, you need an upgrade on your awning, your shade wall, you need a repair done, whatever it be, then there's only one mob to talk to, and that's AnnexSolutions.com. So if you want to create a home away from home when you're travelling with your RV or your caravan or your motorhome or you want more space or more privacy or more comfort or even more security when you're camping, if you want a lifestyle on the road that's easy and reflects your personality and connects you to the outdoors, well, NX Solutions are the people that will make everything happen for you. They say, and this is what they say, and it's true, they make caravanning easy. So they come to you. They come to you and they do an on-site measure. They go away. They make the product for you. Then they come back and they install it. So if you're within a three-hour radius of Sydney, a three-hour radius, then you've got it. So maybe you're in Wollongong. Maybe you're in Newcastle. 
Maybe you're in the Blue Mountains. Wherever you are, they will come to you. Three hours radius of Sydney. They are just fabulous. So they've got uh, annexes and roll-out awnings. They'll do an, an awning vinyl skin replacement. They've got awning savers. Now, that's one of the best things that you can get because your, your, your last or your first four inches, if you will, of your awning, when you roll up, that's the part that gets hit by the sun all the time, and that's the part that gets destroyed. So just talk to annexsolutions.com.au about an awning saver. They're fabulous. But they've got anti-flap kits, they've got curved roof rafters, they've got draft skirts, plain printed, they've got the lot. <coughs> Pardon me. Even if you've got an insurance repair, they're the people to talk to, annexsolutions.com. .au. You talk to them, they are fabulous. So a three-hour radius of Sydney, and they will come out. They'll do the measure up, they'll go away, they make the product, they come back, and they install it for you. Fabulous. You'll love them. So if you want to give them a call, you can give them a call on 1300 Annex. That's 1300-A-N-N-E-X-E, or 1300-266-393. 1300-266-393, Solutions Caravanning made easy they are fabulous now if you've got the annex but you want the caravan to go with it then of course you go to paravans paravans are in milam street windsor and they've got the lot so they've got new caravans used caravans camper trailers whatever you need you talk to them they are just fabulous people paravans if you need to talk to them you just talk to steve and they are so good so as i said they're in windsor but whatever you want their, their site is so good, they've got it all, but you just give them a call on 4577-5577-4577-5577, and they've got all, they've got parts and accessories, they've got vans in stock, they've got the River Range, they've got Atlantic, they've got it all. If you need finance or you need insurance, if you need service, you need repairs, you need parts, Paravans, so good. Really, really nice people, and so easy to contact. So if you just want to email them, you can. You just send them an email. But paravans.com.au. So that's their website. And then you can fill in your details, send it to them. And they are so easy to find. And they are the nicest people to deal with. You'll really, really like them. 4577-5577. Now, getting back to what ARB were talking about. They were talking about the Australian four-wheel drive destination. So places you can go. What are the top five for them? Well, the top five that they've picked out. Number one is the Cape York Peninsula. Now, Cape York, it's also known as the Tip. It's the largest unspoiled wilderness in northern Australia, and it's on almost, I would reckon, every four-wheel driver's bucket list. I've done it. It is really worthwhile. Now, there's two main roads passing north-south through the Cape York Peninsula. There's the Peninsula Development Road and the Telegraph Road. So uh, most four-wheel drivers are only interested in doing the old Telegraph track. So that's worthwhile doing, but you can go up there smoothly if you want to, or you can go up there the rough way. Whichever you choose, you do it. But you've got to, you've got to tick it. You've, you've actually got to go down there and then get your photo taken at the sign that says that you're standing on the most easternmost point of Australia. So it's, it's there for you. It's, uh, or the northernmost point, I'm sorry, <laughs> the northernmost point, easternmost point, that would be Byron Bay, the northernmost point of Australia. So that's the place to go to. Number two on their list, of course, is the Kimberley. So it's the twice the size. The Kimberley, people don't realise this, it's twice the size of the state of Victoria. 
So it's home to one of the world's greatest four-wheel drive road trips and it's made up of majestic canyons and freshwater swimming holes and countless wildlife species and several outback stations and it's one of the world's last wilderness frontiers. So it's the region's major gateway. In fact, the Kimberley only last week was pointed out to be one of the places in the world, in the world, that you must go to. So it's the major gateways, the outback beach town of Broome, which is famous for its 22 kilometres white sandy cable beach and daily sunset camel trains. And the Kimberley's home to the world's most premier four-wheel drive adventures along the renowned Gibb River Road and passing through the most rugged country on earth. So it's, it's lovely. If you go to Broome, by the way, then make sure you go to Cape Levique. Cape Levique. Uh, the colours, I've never seen colour like it. The red. The deep, rich red of the of the rock, the soil, and it leaches into a rony colour, and then goes down into the sand. So it becomes a red roan, going into the blonde. The blonde enters the the uh, the white the white edge of the wave as it comes in, then goes into the blue. Oh by golly, it is just pretty, pretty, pretty. Fraser Island. It's located along the southeast coast of Queensland. So Fraser Island is the largest sand island in the world. So it stretches 120 kilometres long and 24k wide. It's made up of rainforests and woodlands and mangrove forests and sand dunes. You get four-wheel drive highways along there. It's terrific if you want soft, sandy highways. And the famous 75-mile beach on the eastern side of the island. And you've got beach camping and whale watching and fishing and swimming uh, and as you drive along the beach, just be careful, be careful, don't go too fast. In fact, you can be driving along the beach and a plane wants to land on the beach with you. So it is that much fun. So, yes, you do it, do it. I've done it. It is that good. And there is places to swim up there, some of the lakes, which are just paradise. Now, don't wear sunscreen into the water because the water is so pristine. Just go into the water, enjoy it, enjoy how clear it is. But don't wear any sunscreen in because uh, you want to keep that water so pristine as it is. <clears throat> Pardon me. The four-wheel drive high country, of course, the Victorian high country, it's made up of thousands of kilometres. Now, the fires have gone through there. So, again, that's where we've got to go. We've got to go back down to the Victorian high country, spend some money. Again, as we mentioned earlier, go with an empty esky and buy the stuff from the country stores so that they get some money back in their pocket because they've had such a hard, hard time. So it's made up of thousands of thousands of kilometres of constantly changing four-wheel drive tracks. The high country, it's so good. Now, some parts are not for the faint-hearted or the inexperienced, but some parts are just so excellent. Just excellent. We talked about the Dargo, the Dargo Hotel. So that's part of it. <clears throat> Pardon me. You'll love it. It's really good. So you've got some large rock ledges. You've got some steep climbs. You've got some deep water crossings. There's terrific historical heritage down there. Some of the areas that you might want to note down are Blue Rag, Blue Rag, Billy Goat Bluff, Tom Grogan, Sheepyard Flat and Mount Terrible. But I'm telling you, you will have a great time. And number five on the list from ARB is Morton Island. So 20 minutes from Brisbane and one of the largest sand islands, Morton Island remains one of the few areas of untouched natural wilderness along the east coast. So it's accessed by a 75-minute ferry ride across Morton Bay. The island's got no roads. It's a four-wheel driver's paradise, absolute paradise. Breathtaking scenery, massive sand dunes, wild forests, beautiful lakes, beaches. It's a must for every four-wheel drive enthusiast. Now, while we're talking about top five, 
Let's talk about the top five outback stations. So number one is El Cuestro. Now that's in Western Australia and it's described, <coughs> pardon me, it's described as the heart of the Kimberley. So El Cuestro offers over 700,000 acres, 700,000 acres of majestic mountains, deep gorges, thermal springs, rainforests and cascading waterfalls. So you've got accommodation, you've got, you've got rooms at the station, You've got a resort at Emma Gorge with 60 tented cabins. There's allotted power sites. There's general camping, bush camping, station tents. The beautiful, you can explore it from land and air. You'll be discovering waterholes and hot springs and waterfalls. And there's plenty of dining options for the hungry traveller. So you've got casual dining at the bar and grill and breathtaking cliffside table settings. So El Cuestro, E-L. Second word, Questro, Q-U-E-S-T-R-O, station in Western Australia. You'll love that. King, King's Creek Station in the Northern Territory. That was established in 1891. Now, the King Creek Station lies 36k from the magnificent, magnificent King's Creek. So it's the largest exporter of wild camels in Australia. <laughs> yeah, we export camels from Australia. We export them. So accommodation options include camping and safari cabins and luxury glamping and old drovers camp. And Kings Creek offers quad safaris, helicopter flights and swimming, a station shop that sells basic supplies, a cafe which has got everything including the Kings Creek Camel Burger. Kings Creek Camel Burger. <laughs> Fabulous. Now number three is the Bullo River. Station in the Northern Territory, Bullo River. So that's it's situated close to the West Australian border in the East Kimberley. And Bullo River Station is a top end. Uh, it's just sprawled across half a million acres. Endless adventures are on offer, including uh, barramundi fishing. There's four-wheel driving. There's cattle mustering. Helicopter flights. There's Aboriginal art and a plethora of outback flora and fauna. So it's, it's despite its extreme location... You're at the forefront of the green change. They're going green out there. They're installing a solar system that's reduced their fossil fuel emissions by 70%. The accommodation options at Bullo include the homestead and a pair of huts by lake, accessible by helicopter or four-wheel drive. And number four is LD Station. You've probably heard of LD Station. That's E-L-D-E-E Station. It's got over 100 kilometres of four-wheel drive tracks it's an eco-friendly outback escape. It's currently in the hands of the fourth generation station family, the Schmitz, and they've held the lease since the 1930s. And the LD station owners have always been passionate about the natural history and the heritage of the landscape. And the station offers eco-friendly accommodation and camping and caravan sites, a licensed restaurant, there's scenic flights, there's sunset tours. It's fabulous. And of course, they have the famous... ARB LD Easter event and that's held at the station every year and involves four-wheel drive challenges and kids activities and Easter eggs hunts and all the things and number five is the Home Valley Station in Western Australia so that's located close to the Pentecost River at the foot of the majestic Coburn Range and the Home Valley Station provides travellers with an unforgettable Australian outback experience so you've got accommodation options include Grass castles, guest house rooms, eco tents, campground facilities, and the station features towering gorges and sparkling waterfalls and billabongs and ancient landforms and ranges and hiking and horse trekking and helicopter rides and sunset tours. And they're just some of the things that you can do there. So there you go. There's Australia's 
four-wheel drive top five destinations for ARB and the top five Outback stations. So I think that's pretty good. Now, ARB, the one that I go to is ARB at St. Peter's. ARB at St. Peter's. If you talk to them, they are really, really good people. Now, all, all the ARB people are good, but St. Peter's, uh, I just find them to be exceptional. They just, they, they know their stuff. I've had so much gear over the years fitted at, at ARB St. Peter's. Um, I buy it, I pay for it, but they are really, really nice folks. So if you want to go there, you just go there. They're really good. Uh, and one of the, if you want to give them a call, they're at 500 Princess Highway at St. Peter's, just near the Maccas, just near the, in fact, just near uh, Hungry Jacks. Just near Hungry Jacks. So you can give them a call on 9565-2455. And that's ARB St. Peter's. Now, I reckon we might shake it up a gear. We might go to a little bit of cold chisel. What about K-San? K-San, if you want to rock along, if you're driving along right now and you want to rock, then you might as well rock along. K-San, I think, I don't think you can hear this song without singing along with it. You're going to hit some notes. You're going to get a raunchy voice. It's going to be terrific. So here's Kaysan, and you're going to have that all the way through your brain, I reckon, for the rest of the day. So here's Cold Chisel. You enjoy that. I'm Scott Gibbons. You're on the road. We're on the road together, and we're enjoying it. And here's Kaysan, Cold Chisel. Enjoy this one. Cigarettes to the black market man I had the Vietnam cold turkey From the ocean to the silver city And it's only other vets could understand About the long forgotten dark side guarantees How there were no V-Day heroes in 1973 How we sat in a Sydney harbor was lying and I was home to the lucky land
GME, which is an Australian company, they've developed an app which is going to uh, enter a new era or create a new era, if you like, for UHF CB radio. So the new app has been developed, and, and bearing in mind that GME are world leaders. They, they're Australian, but they're world leaders. They are fabulous. So what they've done is they've allowed the UHF um, user to send, receive, and display their GPS location and each transmission. So it's called XRS. So it's Connect Location Services. So the app utilizes Bluetooth technology or Bluetooth capability of GME XRS model UHF radios, which can connect Apple and Android smartphones and tablets. So GME is the only manufacturer with Bluetooth-enabled radios at the time that I'm, that I'm reporting on this. So the GME product manager, who was Tony Crook, uh, he said that the Bluetooth is the bridge between the radio and the phone, which then enables the smartphone applications on the radio. So it's an app that people will use quite often. It, it allows users to see where other UH, UHF users are so they can track their location and determine who is who. So thanks to XRS Connect Location Services, users are able to send, receive and display a short text status on the tail of transmissions, selecting from either predefined or user-defined statuses of up to 32 characters. So you get on the radio, you hit the PTT button, and that will transmit your location with the voice over the UHF band. So then the person on the other end, assuming assuming that they have an XRS radio connected as well, will see a display on the location they're receiving that transmission from, and it'll give a compass direction and distance on the handset and on the phone or the tablet. So essentially, the app allows a user to see where a transmission is coming from. It's clearly displayed as a pin on a map on the connected mobile device. And the XRS Connect Location Service app allows maps to be downloaded and stored on the device, ensuring accurate map display in offline areas. So it can be used where there's only or where there's no mobile phone coverage. So if you don't have mobile phone coverage, then the GPS in your phone works anywhere in the globe as long as you've got the signal from three satellites to give you a position fix. However, the mapping is provided over cellular data. So that's where the offline mapping comes into play. Through the app, you can select an offline area before you leave the coverage area, and then you can download it and then cache that map within the app. So the XRS Connect Location Service also allows users to have an unlimited number of points of interest, which is POI, your points of interest. And you can, you can connect or create those points of interest by clicking and holding on the map. So a freeform text box then comes up and you can call it whatever you want, which means you can navigate back to it. So for four-wheel drivers, say you stumble upon a, a beautiful waterfall and somewhere and, and you want to go back to it, well, you can punch that in as a point of interest. And then if you click on that point of interest, it'll give you the GPS coordinates. So if you've got the likes of, say, a HEMA navigator, then you can plug the coordinates in and you can navigate to that point of interest. So the XRS Connect Location Service app is ideally suited to those travelling in convoy as it allows users to choose their own tag for easy identification and tracking of multiple users. So custom groups can also be created for easy management of contacts. You can add your friends to a group, so the radio app will only display your friends rather than everyone who's got an XRS radio. So it's going to be just terrific, just terrific. So there you go, GME, Aussie, 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 oi, 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 and they've done it again. Now, let's talk about 
towing with your Prado and maybe you're thinking of getting a new Prado and if you are, you've got to check out how heavy is the, the if you're going to tow with it, how heavy is your your vehicle that you're going to tow because you may need to get a GVM upgrade. Now if you're going to get a GVM upgrade then you might want to talk to Lovells because Lovells are pretty good at that. So your vehicle's performance, its handling and its ability to stop is all relative to the load you're carrying or towing. So the most important factor is how your vehicle is balanced. So GVM is one of the least thought about variables in the equation of vehicle setup, but it's one of the most important. So what does a GVM, which is gross vehicle mass, GVM, gross vehicle mass, what does a GVM upgrade achieve? Well, it allows you maybe to tow a bigger vehicle, a bigger van than what you were thinking. It increases your load carrying limits. It ensures you may be protected against insurance companies avoiding payout because if you are, if you're towing something um, that is has a bigger GVM than your vehicle is allowed to have, then your insurance company may be within their rights to say no, we're not going to cover you. So it's this is really important. It's really important. So uh, it may save you with your insurance company. So that's good. So it keeps you within your legal weight range, maybe for your tow vehicle. The ball weight reduces your GVM. An upgrade of your GVM will give you back the weight of that load. It's a complete replacement of your suspension system. So it includes your springs and your shocks to ensure safer load carrying and performance. And as you increase the weight you're carrying in your vehicle and caravan, you need to increase your tow vehicle suspension and braking capacity. So most vehicles have their manufacturer's GVM rating on their compliance plate, but in a lot of cases, it's very difficult to confirm the GCM. And I'll tell you what the GCM is, but Lovell's GVM second stage manufacturer's compliance plate provided with the GVM package now legally indicates the new Lovell's GVM and the braked towing capacity, which is your BTC, so the GCM capacity for a vehicle is based on adding the GVM and the BTC and uh, they've all then been affected. So that you, you've all affected your ADRs, which is your Australian Design Regulations and Rules. So everything's sorted. So if you're going to do it, then if you're going to get a Prado, say, or any vehicle for that matter, even if it's a 200 series, you might want to talk to Lovells about getting a GVM upgrade. So now, importantly, and this is really vital, if you are going to buy a new vehicle, then it's worthwhile, and you are going to get a GVM upgrade, it's worthwhile having it done before they register your vehicle. So when you're talking to your dealer, tell them you want this done before they register your vehicle, you'll find that it will save you a heap of money. A heap of money. So there you go. And, and levels are pretty good. So... Uh, they'll combine the GBM kit and the DBA brakes. Now, Disc Brakes Australia are excellent, excellent. So they'll upgrade the brakes for you as well. So there you go. Something for you to consider. And, and that's really, really worthwhile. Now, what else is worthwhile is having a bit of music. I think you're going to enjoy this. I reckon we might go. What about if you're going to get your GBM upgrade and you're going to tow something really good, then maybe you're going up a hill. So what about... It's a long way to the top. It's a long way to the top with ACDC. Akadaka, if you're an Akadaka fan, you're going to love this. Here we go. Akadaka, ACDC, it's a long way to the top.
Thanks so much for listening into On the Road. Hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have, then listen in again next Sunday between one and two, and tell your friends to listen in. And the sponsors, you look after our sponsors because those sponsors are the ones that bring you the show. I'm Scott Gibbons. I'll see you next week between one and two. Eighty-nine point nine Hawkesbury Gold, the best in the West. Between one and two every Sunday. We'll see you next week on the road. Mm-hmm.